This is Ben C. Young Griper, 718-339-602. And the text, 347-927-8398. www.jbradio.com. So the story this week, so happens concerning safety. There was a little boy in first grade. And he wrote in his English class about, he knew about fire, there's going to be a fire in his life. Especially in the communities we live in, there's been fires and catastrophes. So he said, but I know there's going to be fire in the future. So his parents were a little worried about this. And a certain Rebbe was notified and went to the boy to speak to him. And the boy is... A good boy. So first, this Rebbe said, you're very good in the morning. Excellent. And he was confident about that. He heard that was nice. He heard also, Rebbe said, you were also, in, in the afternoon, you're outstanding. And I heard, he said, you have a special power. You know about the future. And you're able to tell the boy, he was looking, smiling a little bit. You know about fires, I heard. You wrote something that you know in the future about a fire. And he looks at him proudly. He says, yes, the little boy said. And said, I used to think about fires too, the Rebbe said, when I was your age. He said to the boy, I'm a little older than you. because yeah, you're old. The Rebbe continued with Siat Shmaya, said to him, you know, when I go to sleep, I've been doing it since I'm a little boy. I asked Hashem, there should be no fires tonight. I asked Hashem, there should be no burglaries tonight, no robbery. In the morning when I wake up, I go, thank you, Hashem, for being safe. Rebbe said, I've been doing this so many years already, and it's magic. It's magic, but I'm only telling you because I know you have a certain power. Some special magic. It always works, always works, always works. So the boy looked, the Rebbe continues, what, what should you say at night? And the boy said, Ask Hashem, there should be no fire, no robbery. And in the morning, say, thank you, Hashem, I'm safe. He said it again. The boy said it again. Okay, he's a secret between you and I. It's a special magic trick. Later on, he spoke to the English teacher who said, yeah, he told me this special, special magic trick. You go to sleep, ask Hashem, there should be no robberies, no fires. Wake up, thank you, Hashem, for safety. So, Mr. Shem, we'll see the magic in it, the magic in it. And we all have to see the magic in it. Every day, even at this moment, say, night was comfortable, especially summertime. Because this is a time for people to walk around and, you know, the burglary, people go away for the summer. There's a lot going on. Rukh Hashem was safe in general. So, it's a time to really check before you go to sleep, your house, and always. But ask Hashem for help. No fires, no burglaries. And thank Hashem in the morning. You also thank Hashem. You ask Hashem, I should go to sleep, you know, calmly. I had a good night's sleep. So in the morning when you wake up, thank you Hashem for the nice sleep. So much to get involved in a person taking care of himself. But putting Hashem in the agenda too. Another story. Fantastic story I heard this week, last week, and I mentioned it, I'll say it again. It's a powerful, 
this rabbi was speaking in front of men, 500,000 of them, young, some kol some. So he wanted to give a bracha at the end. Here it last week, we'll hear it again. For Shaduchim, it's a certain community. Shaduchim is a little harder, believe it or not, for the boys. There are communities. So the Rebbe was thinking, but then went to Hanhala and asked, what about, aren't any singles there or people are going to feel embarrassed when I say it, everyone's going to look at him or look at... So he said he has a couple of, few, mentioned the names. So the Rebbe said, I'm going to give a bracha at the end because I heard, the Rebbe said he heard from Ramilla and other great people. When you say a bracha, he said, even if you're a simple, simple person, that if you say it, and a lot of people say, oh, main, it has extra power. He says, well, he say the bracha to all the all the bachram there, and kololite, and the others, I'm going to keep in mind these three boys. So what happened was, he went to give the bracha, and he said, everyone in the audience should grow up, be able to build the Yiddish stub, get married, and have shalom, and have children, and dance the chasanas, and grandchildren chasanas, and your own two feet. And he said it, but he said it again. I'm, I'm going to say it again, he said. And he said it, but this time you join me and have in mind people you want to have in mind. And we'll say amen at the end. And Mr. Shem will have extra strength. He said it. And then the Rebbe said two weeks later, he found out one of those boys that the big Omein came, got engaged. Connection, not connection. So what we're going to do today, a little bit of that too. We all have situations, wanting Shaduchim, wanting children to go in the right way. And... Marriage, we always want to improve. So we're going to give, again, a bracha from a hedjit, bracha that I heard people give, so I'm going to give a bracha, but not from me, it's a bracha, and keep in mind a person or people you would like the bracha to pertain to. And if we're speaking now to another person, two people, so we're three people, including myself, four people, saying amen. So if we all join in a little bit and keeping in mind someone special yourselves, who knows? Who knows? He told me last two weeks ago, Maisa Shahai, it really happened. So you never know where it's going to come from, where the success is coming from. But if he says Amen, we read books about Amen, and, but this is a big one. So we all should keep in mind, we'll start with Shaduchim. You need someone, you have someone you're interested, you want to get a shidduch. And keep it in mind who you want. And you can say, oh, Kalisha also. And we're going to say the bracha together. And then we'll all say amen. So shidduchim. Everyone who's in the pasha should find the right one, the good one for you. Be blessed with Shalom Bayez, be blessed with children, grandchildren, and dance with everyone's chasana on their own two feet. Amen.
Second bracha will give successful success in children. We're all, anyone who has children is always worried. If they get kicked out of school one day, or they get a call one day, they don't do their homework one day, every parent knows it's big, big, big stuff. So we're going to bracha now for the children. And we'll give the bracha, and let's all, again, think of children, the child of children in mind, and what you want. And we'll join again. Hashem should bless the people who don't have children. Keep in mind that Hashem should bless them, bless them. Children. Second thing, people have children. She asks Hashem, please let the children be healthy for long and many years, physically, mentally, emotionally. Let them have success in school. If in the right school, it should continue with success. If they're not in the right place in school, Hashem, please... Give them the good place, right place for them that they will succeed. And from all the children, they should go of ashkafically healthy, but obviously Israel. When she all of them dance at the chasanas, the grandchildren's chasanas, and great great children's chasanas. Amen. Third bracha. I'm gonna give Shalom bias bracha. We all need shalom bias brachas. <laughs> we always have to strive every day, strive to make it better and better and better. All of us. And it becomes, like Rabbi Miller said, marriage is a happiness, but it takes work, work, work. So, and keep in mind the couple you're thinking about. And we should ask, Hashem should give shalom bias to every couple. Each mate should become the best mate, the best husband, the best father, or the best mother, the best wife. And they should get along famously, being sensitive to each other's needs and wants. They should select a Rebbe who will join them in their journey in marriage. If success, everyone should have success in Panasa. Panasa can cause troubles, cause attention. Everyone should have Panasa Rebach. And everyone should be able to stay steady in their Torah. Be blessed with children. They go in the Derek Hashor, grandchildren, great grandchildren again, and dance at all the chasnas together in this world. And let them dance together in the next world. Amen. So hopefully, Shem Makayim, brachas today, the Amen's again, it could be three people answered, it could be four, who knows, it could be hundreds, who knows. <laughs> the second, the third step here today, another story. And this deals with Octus. But before we get to the octus part, is an important element <clears throat> for octus. I'm sure brought the other day. What's octus? How do you accomplish octus togetherness? 
So if I ask anyone, myself, well, you need patience, you need to be sensitive, you need to get along, we'd all have, you need to give each other chizuk, you need a listening ear, we'd have all the answers. And I think everyone is at least half right. But there's another element that deals with getting along and shalom and everything else, octus, is a person's, not a relationship to people, but relationship to himself. And that's what we spoke, that a person, when going through Agva's Nefesh, going through difficult times, see, very, very easy to say, it's Bashert, you missed the bus, Look back later in life, 10 years ago, this happened. I see why it's my, for my best. And it's very easy, not easy, but for sure, this happened there, this happened this time. But a person walks in his house and the wife gives him a zetz, not for sure anymore. Or the husband comes in grouchy, he's not for sure anymore. Or the children give Agba's nefesh and give problems, all of a sudden it's not for sure. What do I do about it? You know, we might think of a lot of different things. The truth of the matter is, I remember said on tape 622, everything that's happening to you, every episode that comes your way, and we heard this many times, is specifically tailored for you. Yagdus Nefesh, a person has with children, it's not just how do I make it better, how do I help him, how do I figure out, which is a main ingredient getting along with others, how to work it out. But the first ingredient is a relationship to Hashem. Hashem is sending me this Agbas Nefesh to make a tikkun in me. Something in me either has to be fixed, has to be made better, or have to, if it's good already, make it better and better, squeeze that you know last grape to make the wine. So there's two folds we mentioned for Akhtas, but this is a big one of them. And I'll give you a scenario not directly connected with Octus, but a little bit. So we said two weeks ago, was an 18-year-old who was a real rambunctious boy. Got into trouble, got into trouble. It was a big meeting with the parent and the father, mother, to come up and meet the staff almost. And the last minute, they wanted the boy to be there. So... The father asked his rabbi, should I say something? It sounds a little unusual. The rabbi said it could be very constructive if it's organized in the right way. But if it's not organized, it's just happenstance. Let's just see what happens. And we'll all give the good points and the negative points. And, of course, the ten good points they'll give, but one negative point, the boy will see only the negative. So he said, but call them. So the father called and holla. It was many years ago, many, many years ago this happened. And the at this meeting, he asked, why is my son coming? And, well, we'll see. We'll bring him in here, bring him at the beginning. So I was very going to hold it. For some reason, at this point, it was missed that this meeting would be kind of catastrophic. It could be catastrophic if it's not done properly and it was no plan. Well, I said, let's maybe we should wait on 
at the meeting, they were talking, and he saw every teacher, so the greatest things under the sun, but also dropped in even the nicest teachers who never had anything bad to say said something negative. And the parents looked at each other and said, if Chaim was here, it would have been destructive. Forget it about it. It would have wiped them right off the map. So during the meeting, there was a phone call for the head who walked out. And when he was away, there was a discussion. He asked the father again. Now they asked the father, what do you think he should do? The whole thing turned around. And he mentioned, we have to have, have, to have a plan. So one person came up with the plan and said, maybe we'll get encouraged now for five minutes. The other one said, maybe in two weeks we'll meet and see what we can do. Then what occurred was the boss came back, child came in, the boy came in, and then five minutes of encouragement went out. The boss was surprised. Oh, weren't you supposed to tell him something? And the whole thing turned right around to asking the father and the boss walking out. So the father before this had a big chesma nefesh. Father told me years ago what happened, the real story. So before that meeting, I was planning on what to say, how to help, what to do. Before that, I was learning a certain safe called Dastavunos, which says every kilkul, every kilkul a person does, if it's a sin or a problem he causes, there's a tikkun for it later on. So a person goes through Agmas Nefesh, could be. He has to look at himself first and see what did I do in the past that maybe is causing this. He could be totally off base, but it's okay. So he told me the father said he remembers when he was a little boy. He wasn't the best son in the world, he told me. He didn't listen. He saw a whole bunch of things he did. And he realized it was my kilku, my agus nefesh. I gave my parents. So maybe that's why... I'm getting it now back again. And he decided, I'm going to learn how to save a key of aim. He said he did tremendous, tremendous cheshman and effort. He went into himself when he was little, when he did that, when he did this, when he came home late. A whole thing, he said. They asked Hashem, please, I want to fix myself. I want to, this is the Agba's Nefesh, this hardship, the difficulty. I have to uproot. It's for me too, along with trying to save the situation. And he went to, when he was, Last few years, maybe he didn't pay. Oh, he didn't pay tuition to the yeshiva so much. So again, he, he pulled the yeshiva. The boy was going to him and said, I'm paying up, little by little. And he went to a whole cheshman of different things that happened. But it says in Dasavunas, after a person looks at the, the thing happening, that it's a tikkun, and he's trying to fix me up the situation. And secondly, look at the kilikuls, things, mistakes he made. And then he says, then it's all up to you, Hashem. This meeting is all up to you. And that's how he came into the meeting. And now it's a different view of the meeting. That first they listened to him not to bring the boy in. Then the boss walked out. Then they faced, faced him to make a decision. And then everyone agreed and said, come back in two weeks. So he said he walked out a different person. Because then he realized part of this whole thing, whole situation was not just... How are we going to you know, help my son? But also, how am I going to help myself? How am I going to fix myself? 
And he said he thinks that's part of how the thing turned around like a miracle. It was supposed to be a totally different meeting. And instead they looked at him and the whole meeting turned around. So he realized, you see, the Chachamim and their genius and Hashem's beautiful world. And we're getting a bop. The time is hard, but to step back and say, why is this bop coming? Maybe I wasn't so good as a son. Maybe I put people down. Who knows? But do some chesed and nefesh into yourself a little deeper. Maybe and what you could do about it now. If your parents are not here, what could I do about it now anyway? So this is one's relationship to Hashem. When things happen to a person, so this is a new way to help one in his own direction of his relationship to, to Hashem. Other than we constantly speak each week, stop the second and think about all the good things that happened today. And if you look at each day, and do tshuva through the apple, be happy and say, Hashem, I be better. But it's another thing. The relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that a person will not only says a tikkun for himself, but will help situations around. He will have a tremendous effect on everybody else. And you see here, not only he became a little better, he worked on himself, but the situation worked out better than he ever thought he could work it out. So it's important that that part of Octus is introduced into the idea of Octus, your relationship to Hashem. You can start from your morning, waking up late or early, and dealing with your learning, dealing with your way. Go over your day. And you can say, you know something, I had a little argument at work, the boss put me down. Take a little step back and say, wait a second, wait a second, something's being fixed in me. Something's being hit with me. Either I'm going to have to learn more patience or let things pass over, or maybe when I was little, I put people down. And I got to do chesed, and all of a sudden it becomes your relationship at home too. We'll see in a second becomes a relationship always doing with yourself in every situation. That will create a better person, that will create a tikkun, and that will create a better atmosphere in the house. Plus, ingredient number two in Akhdus is your relationship to people. Which are constantly, constantly we try to work on, you know, patience, tolerance. We mentioned the no tension zone, first thing, give everyone encouragement. Even before that, before a man, woman come to the end, to their meeting with their husband, especially in the afternoon, after work or so. We mentioned the man has to either walk around the block five times to relax or get a little donut before he comes in the house. He has to relax. Second thing you should do is go to all the milers, the, the, the amazing things the wife does and the family does is to have one. Then walk in the house with three, a plan. I plan to do this, help this, this one, homework, this, this one. He's a walk and talk, a itch, a scratch, a big hello to your wife. Be ready. And then the fourth thing is be numb. Be numb. Don't don't react. Just realize you're numb. Let it saturate. That's what first thing you come in, encourage. Bam. And second thing is, yes, sure. Get that tension out of the ambulance. Whatever your wife tells you, kids need something, yes, sure. Unless you have to wait a minute. I have to get my coat down, put my coat away. And the third thing, if the yes, sure, is even if something said that you don't like, disagree with you, valid, that I hear what you're saying, but let's let's talk about it. Let's see. And you have to understand and say, yeah, I hear your point. 
And you'll see the tension, there's ways to work when you get home. And AAA, we mentioned tension, a lot need, a lot is needed, appreciation, appreciate everybody all the time, especially your wife and husband, and affection, warm, nice, soft talk. Same thing with a wife, a husband comes home, you know, he's going to be home any minute now. All right. I don't know when you talk about taking a chill pill, but a person could also get a little donut yourself, on diet, we're all on diets today, men and women included. But relax a little bit when he comes in. Have something spread for him. Something he'll come and and relax to. Give him chizuk. Ba'emes, yashikok, and a hard day. Long day. And thank you for what you're doing. Yeah, sure. What do you need? You need this, this, that. And he says something you may disagree with. I hear the point. I hear. And we can start a day. Attention, appreciation, and affection. So there's two ingredients here. A relationship, relationship to... Hashem and the relationship to people. So I want to begin a little bit with our Ten Commandments of Marriage and how to fit this in on a regular basis, how to reach octus in the home, octus outside, by keeping in mind your relationship to Hashem. Not only Hashem is giving you the miracles of the body, that are working every day and the air and to breathe and the flowers and the, the food and the birds chirping and so many things working so much in unison. Shem is shouting out through the trees, I'm here. But we mentioned all the episodes that come your way. Everything comes your way is for you particularly. Easy when it's outside the family. When it's inside the family, again, it's not be shared anymore. It becomes, uh, what are you doing? So... We'll start with be realistic. We said a little bit already, but the cheshbin has to be on oneself, too. For example, you're coming home and the house is uh, messy. So Terry Rabbi Hamburg just tell me business is booming. Not easy to get used to the fact. And then someone, people tell you what to do. I just told you before a little bit how to prepare for all this yes, sure business, but... You're coming, you're going to get a little bit of a, a welcoming committee. Some of you get some chutzpah. Some children don't know how to say things, so they'll say things. Give me this, and go here, get this for me. And they don't know the, reg- the social graces yet. Unfortunately, uh, adults don't know either sometimes. So one thing one can do now, Make a little husband your relationship with Hashem. Why is Hashem sending these things my way? Why is he sending a messy house? Maybe do a little bit. First of all, messy house means very good, by the way. People that don't have children, they'd love a messy house, and that's what you're supposed to be, and live it up, and okay, don't. But just saying, you come in a little irritated at it, that maybe you were messy when you were younger. Maybe you aggravated your parents when you were younger by not doing this, not doing that. Do we ever think about that? So you can start right now. There's a kilkul. You did something wrong. Maybe I have the thing. I, I'm sorry. I wish I never did it. And you should feel a little pain in your heart. You know, I did, I did drive my parents crazy with my room not being made and my bed not being made and leaving this on the floor. Eating my food, not throwing away the, you know, the crumbs or the plastic and being told what to do. Maybe I was a little too, I told, I was a big shot too. I told, I told, I told, and even now I tell everyone what to do. And chutzpah, I was not chutzpah dick. 
So a person can do some internal internal reflection and go over. And you can say, even now, I come home. Part of it also. I'm not really not in a good mood. That's part of me too. Make a tikkun. Shem is teaching me. Maybe I have to learn patience and tolerance and a whole bunch of other things. Maybe I have to learn many things. The point of the matter is take time. At the moment, it's too late already. But now, think of moments. Think of moments with the relationships you have in the home. And be realistic and expect the unexpected, which is expected, but expected. Expect things that are going to be unexpected. <laughs> so join the club. But the point is now take a little drop back and say, Hashem is sending me the situations just like I missed the bus and oh, I missed the bus and I met a friend. Ah, oh, you see, it's been shared. Hashem planted this way. I see, and this and this and this. Not only that, but the episodes, the situation, and not only at work in the street, in the house, most of all. We have Agvis Nefesh and stresses you're having in the home is specifically sent to you on purpose for you to do something about. Question is, what do you do? So one thing, if you have some time to go over your past a little bit and see how you did similar things to many, many people or to someone else, or what if you were a, you're a neat freak? And the house is messy, so you think this is where I this where I am? No, maybe your neatness over the years has driven has driven people crazy. I be here, 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 and everyone all you you drove everyone nuts. So maybe this is happening to you a little bit to break that that part of you, break that part of you to understand it could be neat, but I ha- I can't put my square into everyone's circle, and I might have to break my yetsa. My stubbornness, my way to highway business, a lot of different things. So that's first. So the first ingredient for Octos is to do reflection that Hashem is sending this difficult time, this Agmas Nefesh time, these times just for me specifically, especially in the home, the most tender, sensitive place, the emotional place. To my wife, to my children, being sent to me on purpose. Woman against a husband who's grumpy, and he comes in, and he doesn't know as much as she thought he would know, and he's not as neat as she thought he was neat. The step one is to say, Shem is sending this to me. Why? We don't know too much, but do some questioning in yourself. Do some questioning. Maybe I'm a little too neat. Maybe I'm too sloppy, or maybe I was when I was younger, I did this to my mother, and maybe I, many, many things. So go over and say, try to fix it. I'll be the safer, keep up, aim. Things, I am sorry. The parents are not here still. Do some research into yourself, not as a negative thing, as a positive realizing if Hashem wants me to look into myself to fix myself. And if I fix myself, a tick into myself will not only help me, in this world and the next world, but will actually have an effect on the others outside. And part two, of course, is getting along with the ones in the family, and that's practical things, what to do to make things work better. Like I said, a donut here, give your wife, a husband, a little watermelon here, whatever it is, or attitudes and everything else we can work on. 
So that's one. So you see a big thing that is two parts of octus. One seems a little supernatural, by the way, but it's uh, it's true. Shem made the world for us to fix ourselves. For Shlem is for the ultimate happiness. Another commandment: routines. Keep routines. Some people schedules are real rough. They don't keep schedules so well. All of a sudden, you get married. One of the biggest things for the wife and the husband is keep those routines. Man in the morning, wish his wife a good morning some way, gives her a note, uh, or in person, today they text. Afternoon, how you doing? What do you need when you're coming home? Also, the routine on the way home, ask her maybe what she needs or so. When you walk in, how the routine again is a, a little donut and a big, nice hello. How was your day? And get the broom out, help with the dish, or a routine with uh, there's children in the house. Each child gets a, this one needs a hug, this one needs homework, this one needs a walk. Keep their routines, keep their routines. And then at night, too, you have to go out to learn, he has to go out to learn, and she has to, they both help a little bit to get the children to bed. Routines, routines. And a lot of these routines, it's not so simple. Some of the reason because we're not used to routines, being told what to do. So a person has to look back at the past a little bit. Maybe all the routines I could have kept with my parents told me and I didn't do. Or at work. Maybe that's why I couldn't keep a job. There's a lot of things you're being told. Or it could be I'm a person who keeps routines. But it's much easier to do routines on your own when you're getting paid. So you do routines. Or to do a routine, like put the form away. There's no pressure if you do it or not. It's a very nice mitzvah. But the routines every day, to come home and take the garbage out and give the wife a big hello and get out that broom and to help and get the kids' children to bed, that routine. And you have to run to a shear, you have to run to a meeting. And then the morning routines, night routines, those are hard. Those are hard all of a sudden. But again, these routines are there for you to succeed. And again, these are being sent from Hashem. The opportunity to do things and a person who fails in them, it's a problem. So you have to look in my relationship to Hashem in this. These things, maybe it's making, uh, fixing up a kilical in me when I was a lazy bum when I was little. Oh, I didn't do this and I didn't do the following. But this, I'm, I'm, I'm rectifying. And I'm doing this now and I'm saying to myself, Hashem, I wish I would have made the bed for my parents every morning. And I wish I would have got up in time and I get my eyes never to go to school. The routine of getting up in the morning. And I wish I would have come home and done homework. Drive my mother nuts. And then at night too, get to sleep. Look what I did. Oh, I didn't know anything. Okay, I can still feel bad about it. Maybe that's why the routines you're trying to keep in your own house are not working so fast. I don't want to say you're being paid back. I don't know about the stuff. But it's okay. So start doing the teaching yourself. Do your own reflection. Go over. Say sorry. Feel a little bad about it. And you might see surprises of change, not only in yourself that you're cleaning up, but also even if it's past and you can't do too much about it anymore. Think about it. Feel bad about it. You'll see possibilities of in the house becoming calmer and more constructive. Because now you mean it. And you will make a tikkun, you will fix yourself, and that will be a tikkun to the family too. It will help the atmosphere. It will help. It will help. For him say so. 
was a story. I am Sonnenfeld, all a big years ago. Yeah, it's a big story where uh, hoodlums came in and wanted to rob. So the rub opened up his shirt and said, shoot, if you have to. And they all looked and they all ran away. They went away and they all, the, I think the Hamidim said, Rebbe, what did the Rebbe do here? Because inside I was really thinking positive of them. They're good Jewish boys. They're good boys. They just went a little off. Then he told another story had that happened. So there's a power inside. Your feelings about something. And you're really crying out to Hashem to improve yourself. This being sent to me also, this situation. And what I have to do, my obligations is being sent to me. And if you can go over and over and over these things, and even though it's hard, is also to fix me up and look deep into yourself and say, wait a second, you know, I did this, this, and this. If, if it's a connection, if it's a connection or not, I don't know. Who knows? But Hashem will see it. And you will help outside. Everyone feels it, sees it. They're, they're, they're living it with you. You're taking to the whole family. And at the same time, keep routines, physically speaking. You know, routine, we always said a Tuesday night walk with the lady. Your husband and wife can do that. One day a week, take a little walk for a half hour. Get out somehow, get a babysitter. Rekindle those first years of marriage and talks and walks and... It's a whole different life, that routine. What do you mean? I don't feel like going out. I'm tired tonight. No, keep that routine. There are a lot of routines, again, in the morning, afternoon, and night that both can join together and, and work together. But routines are very important. As soon as a routine is broken, he does the dishes and doesn't, or she does this and doesn't do it, so a little molehill becomes a bigger one, a bigger hill, a bigger mountain, and he doesn't do I don't do She didn't, He didn't keep his routines. I'm not keeping my routines. So there's a lot of things a person dealing with fellow person. That's what routines also we should know chesed starts at home. My military is big time. Chesed starts at home. You usually do homework with your son or homework with your daughter. And you have a chasana or you have a brunt, you have a sheba bracha. Or a tea. Chesed, keep the routine. If you have to go to the tea late, or the chasen is just to dance for 10 minutes. If this is your routine, to take care of that homework with your child. This is called nefesh, everybody. The person will understand when you say, listen, I had to take care of business. They'll understand you're coming to the chasen late. That routine has to be kept. The big thing, but chesed starts at home. Everyone get that priority into your head. How many times we'll run and run down the block, you know, five blocks to give someone eggs or give them a pot and but yet we feel that the mate feels what about me? Tell what about me? It's very, very important. That's part of loyalty also. Keep routines and loyalty go together. That a person keeping routines the loyalty at Chesed starts at home. And it's hard. It's hard. Best friends, Chasana. No, 
almost at all stakes, your homework with the son, you're putting him to bed, or she putting her, you know, the girls to bed. Okay, husband and wife works out things. You have to get babysitters sometimes, but 99% of the time. Chesed starts at home. Keep the routines with the family big time, big time. The children will grow up knowing I come first. There's no, no bigger security for your child than knowing the parents say you come first. So another commandment is make peace as soon as possible. This one too, that we gave a little example of what to do, but when you see conflict, again, something going against your road zone, you could think you're 100% right. We know stories 100% right later on, realize I was 100% wrong, but make peace as soon as possible. This is another. Every time there's conflict, take a walk back also. And many times you look at the reason for the conflict. Like in marriage, for example. First year of marriage, certain things you can't talk about yet. Just like a little boy, one years old, you want him to swim, so you throw him into a big eight-foot pool. No, not ready yet. Couples are not ready to talk about certain things certain times. What do you mean? You have to say my mind, speak my mind, say what I want. That's 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 American. So making peace when you see things, certain subjects, certain issues, certain things are coming up over and over again. So again, this is being sent again for you also. Of course, you need a Rebbe. Of course, you have to figure out ways to get along. He has to do certain things. You have to do certain things, etc., etc. That's the second ingredient, how to get along with your fellow person. But the first ingredient, a person should do a little reflection. A little reflection. And the reflection to see why. Maybe it's my doing. Maybe I'm causing this uneasiness. I'm coming in late. Or I'm not helping with certain things. So it's urgent that a person looks in. And does research into oneself. And if you look at some of the conflicts, you'll see. You know, maybe after this, I'm a little too short. Or maybe I'm bringing up a topic that's a little too sensitive. Or maybe I spoke too quickly about something. Then you can go back in your past too a little bit. You know, maybe when I was little also. I was testing in this way and I spoke my mind. And I always argued with my brother day and night. And I always said, maybe go a little research all the way back and say, you know something? I, I didn't know how to make peace then either. And do a little chuva. Make a tikkun. Say, I'm going to work on this aspect of my life. And you can say sorry to the relatives or people you hurt. And if they're not around, still. And all of a sudden, you make a tikkun to yourself. You have a relationship with Hashem. Hashem is sending you this conflict on purpose. It's for you. It could be also like a kilkul on you from the past, from now. And something for you to work on is specifically for you. And for wife, it's specifically for her. It's up to you to create your relationship with Hashem and to improve that relationship to Hashem and go over like I said earlier a person who works and looks at maybe I got angry when I was at my parents when I was and maybe I never made peace I was stubborn I never gave in to anybody and go over and over your past and say wait a second and it should hurt you now you know I wish I never did that I didn't know at the time too bad go over it should hurt you a little bit and you'll see I didn't make peace I didn't make peace I didn't make peace and all of a sudden You'll see that's going to be a tikkun. 
And that's going to help your relationship with your wife too and your husband too. Go back when you were a little girl and you were stubborn. You know, listen to mom. Argue with your sister all the time. And you usually, and you sometimes nudged and started the conflict. Who knows? And it, unfortunately, it doesn't, it doesn't end when you're little. It goes to teenage days and 20 year old days. And then the second part, make peace. There's ways to make peace, like we said. To listen, 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 listen. Validate, validate, validate. Really listen. So, Baruch Hashem, we see here some, a new aspect of Octus, your relationship to Hashem, to work on everything that comes your way specifically, to work on yourself, so look at your own past, to cool them, the things you did, and think about how to fix it up now by learning certain forum, do certain things now to fix it up, and you'll see it'll fix you up now, and it'll fix situations up now. And plus, the other part of Octus is how to work on getting along with others. And we began the whole talk concerning blessings. And we said, I told you the story about blessings, that a person, rabbi gave blessings to 500 people about Shaduchim. He did it in a way. So everyone think of who you want for your Shaduch. Or you, we can say, you, <coughs> and he did. And all of a sudden, one of them got engaged. So blessings, blessings. We give blessings to everyone. Think of people turning... Children in schools, concerning Shaduchim, concerning marriage, concerning Panasa, concerning health. So, the bracha from a hedgeship, if you're all together, think of people here and say, Amen. It has an effect. The klal has an effect. So, everyone should have a bracha and a slocha. First of all, the children, all of them should be in the right schools. And if not, they define the right school to be successful, to reach the highest potential in the schools, as a as a bottom of Kaddish Baruch Hu. And second, Shaduchim, everyone should be blessed. Think, think, think. We want this one, this one, this one to find the right one immediately. And by and children, grandchildren, Everything Shalom Benayim, Shalom Bayis. You have to daven for Shalom Bayis. All the people Shalom Bayis. It has an effect. That you get, we should learn to get along. We should have everybody to direct us. And we should have panasa. They should have panasa. Everything that builds the Shalom Bayis. And they should do together dance at Chasanas and dance in this world and the next world. So we all should be blessed with all good things, everybody. Amen to all these three, everybody together. Amen. And what you see, Simchas and Brochas and Asolcha Rabba, everything in Brooklyn to Gashi. I've been seeing Griper 718 339 6020. The text is 347 927 8398. And www.jradio.com.